0: Welcome to Tell of His Goodness. What do snowman eat for breakfast? What? Snowflakes. Snowflakes? Like frosted flakes? <laughs> <laughs> That's our oldest son, John Hudson. He brings a lot of laughter into our home. But his life has also taken us on a unique journey of seeing God's goodness even when things aren't good. In season one, we heard of God's goodness and salvation, but can we continue to tell of God's goodness even in the midst of trials? I'm your host, Carrie Stafford. In 2016, John Hudson was diagnosed with a severe heart defect. As I retell our story through my journals, prayers, and letters, my hope is that you will join me in saying yes, even in the midst of my trials, God is good. Episode 2, The Bad News December 1st, 2015, Tuesday Father, thank you for giving us a boy Yesterday was full of highs and lows But we saw you so clearly leading us and preparing us The sonogram was fun and great To us, it all looked great But Dr. Reeves informed us that she saw a heart defect This news pierced both of us deeply I didn't know I would be so affected But we both were We go back tomorrow at 9 a.m. to meet with a specialist so we can figure out what it is and what steps to take, but there were so many ways we saw you preparing us for yesterday. One, I had been switched to a doctor I hadn't met yet, but we ended up getting switched back to Dr. Reeves, and she was such a comfort in the midst of receiving hard news. She knows we are believers, and she really comforted us with truth from your word. She also has a little girl with a hole in her heart, so she was able to sympathize there. Number two, last week you had really taught me and encouraged me with Psalm 112, verse 7, which brought us so much comfort. Number three, Nick isn't working at the bank anymore, which allowed him to come to the appointment yesterday and to be able to come to the appointment with the specialist tomorrow. Number four, I'm also so thankful we didn't plan a huge gender reveal where we would probably have had to share the tough news over and over again. Number five, Dr. Reeves went ahead and called the heart specialist, and he had someone cancel Wednesday morning, so he was able to fit us in quickly. We are so thankful we don't have to wait and wonder. Father, we trust you. You are good, and your ways are perfect. We don't have to be afraid or worry. Please be glorified as you guide us. December 1st, 2015. A letter to John Hudson. John Hudson. We found out we were expecting a baby, that's you, on Saturday evening, August 29th, before heading out for a date night at the gathering at Livingston. I knew that test would be positive, but Dad was completely shocked. And excited, but mostly shocked in the moment. He made me take another one just to be sure. Long story short, Dad was a deer in headlights that entire date night. We told family and a few close friends that week, and then we waited until our first doctor's visit at 10 weeks to tell the rest of our friends. Everyone was overjoyed to hear that you were coming into this world. We went to our third appointment Monday, November 30th, 2015, and we got to see your sweet potato-sized self on the sonogram screen. You kept your legs tucked tight around your belly, and you kept putting one hand on top of your head. So sweet. We waited to find out the gender that night when we went to dinner at Bobaloo. We got our friend Kelsey to wrap up some baby shoes. Boy shoes for a boy or girl shoes if it was a girl. I was so convinced you were a girl. We opened the present once we got to the restaurant, and we were overjoyed it was you, John Hudson, our firstborn son. But at the doctor's office that day, we did get some tough news. Our doctor couldn't tell exactly what it was from the sonogram, but she could tell something wasn't completely right with your heart. Dad remembers her saying something about a dilated heart valve, but we have an appointment tomorrow morning with a specialist to find out what it could be. We both love you so much already that it was hard for us to swallow that news, even though we know it may turn out to be nothing at all. We were able to understand a tiny bit more the great love God the Father had for His Son, Jesus, yet He still loved the world so much that He was willing to let Him die to save us. Unfathomable love. That's why we are able to trust that whatever the doctors tell us tomorrow It is for God's glory and for our good. All His ways are perfect. And if He allows you to spend your days with us, we can't wait to teach you all about His goodness and faithfulness. We love you. For today's closing thought, I had two points. The first one is take time to see God's hand in the details and to give thanks to Him. Whether you're a journaler like me, or maybe you just need to stop a friend or maybe even a stranger in the hospital and say, Hey, can I tell you what I'm thankful for? Do it. Stop to take time to see how God really is at work in the details of every day, of every moment that you're walking through. You'll be amazed at how blinded we can be to God's gracious hand working in the details when what I would call the clouds of sadness or despair or confusion roll in, it's kind of like the sun, like the sun is still shining bright beyond the clouds. But when those clouds roll through, it's, it's hard to know that and be certain. But it's true that God, even in the midst of despair and cloudiness where it's hard to see that God is still sitting on his throne, guiding his children in love and in power. The second point I want to make today is trusting God's promises because we can trust God's character. Nancy Flowers mentioned this at the end of our testimony in season one. I would highly recommend you go and to listen to it when you get a chance if you haven't already. But in my journal entry, I mentioned Psalm 112 verse 7. Well, in Psalm 112, we see a description of a person who loves the Lord, fears the Lord, who's living out a righteous life. And one of the descriptions of this type of person is verse seven. And it says, he is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. The reality is for everyone, bad news will come at some point. But did you know that as a follower of Christ, we don't have to be afraid of bad news? How? Isn't that just normal? Well, this verse, it says that his heart is firm because he trusts in the Lord. The more we know of God's character, the more we are able to trust him, no matter what trials we face or bad news we hear. We know he's good, kind, all-knowing, all-powerful, wise, loving, in control, perfect, holy, just, patient, the list goes on. And as we read through all of scripture, we see his character on display more and more and get a fuller, richer understanding of who he is. So if you're wanting to deep dive into knowing God's character more so that you can trust him and not fear bad news, I'll throw out a few book recommendations. I've already recommended the Bible. Start Genesis to Revelation. Get the whole picture. Get to see his full character as you read through God's word and do it with your local church so that you have others preaching in and teaching in to the truth of God's word and his character. A few other books, though. One is Knowing God by J.I. Packer. Another is Knowing the—sorry, Knowledge of the Holy by A.W. Tozer, and then Jen Wilkins' book, None Like Him. So that's Knowing God by J.I. Packer, Knowledge of the Holy by A.W. Tozer, and None Like Him by Jen Wilkin. Thanks so much for taking time to listen today, and may you also take the time to see God's hand in the details of your life today and give him thanks and to dive in deeper into his word, to know his character, to trust his character, that you might also be one who doesn't have to fear bad news. Thanks for joining me again today on Tell of His Goodness. And at the end of my life, when they ask me why I was different, I will testify with all...